Welcome to the Fitness and Lifestyle Podcast. I'm your host, Dan Kennedy, and you tune in today because you're sick of trying every fad diet under the sun and training yourself into the ground without seeing any results. That's why I'm here to share the most effective ways to eat and train for sustainable and real results. All right, guys, welcome back to this week's episode of the Fitness and Lifestyle Podcast. And um, today I'm joined by Dean Gladson. So, Dino, welcome to the show, mate. Thanks, Dan. It's really exciting to be here. And as a listener, <laughs> Listening to you do the intro, yeah, it's a little yourself. bit surreal. Yeah, so we'll, uh, yeah, well, yeah, done a little bit of listening and yeah, watching good. myself over the years, unfortunately. So um, I'm used to hearing, hearing and seeing myself on TV. Yeah, it's, it's, it's awful. Voice. I don't. Do you? Do you I dislike it? it? Yeah. I never listen back to the episodes. Oh, don't you? I'll quickly check to make sure that the audio works. <laughs> but I don't like to listen to my own voice. That's for sure. When I see myself on TV, I, I feel like I sound like this. And I look really skinny, and it's just yeah, I'm yeah, not really, not really happy with that. As, as you'd know, as not into it, yeah, not into it at all. Um, mate, well, it's a pleasure to have you on the show. Obviously, I was um, I was lucky enough to to cross paths with you not long ago through our good mate Michael Klim. Yeah, and um, we ended up doing a Wim Hof workshop together, which we'll get into a bit later in the in the show. Um, and I'm up in Sydney at the moment, so. Um, Thanks for coming in. Mate, my pleasure. It's good, to, today. It's good, good to, to do catch it first up. instead of doing it online, um, which is what usually a, happens when it's, when it's yeah. um, interstate. I am a fan of the podcast. I, you know, Klimi, um, Klimi, he knows sort of I'm into my sort of health and fitness. He said, check out this guy. And um, yeah, so it's funny to listen. But yeah, also a big fan of your stuff on Instagram. Like as Thanks, I'm mate. doing more personal training, I really love the way you cue people. And I've told you this before. Yeah. Um, as a yoga teacher as well, I feel that there's... Room for improvement. There's a lot of importance around it, isn't it? And it often gets overlooked, I reckon, which is something that I'm trying to change at the moment. But um, I reckon for the listener today, there's going to be a lot of people that are interested in a number of different um, areas of your life and the stuff that you've done and what you're doing now. And um, I know there's a lot of people curious about the the Wim Hof stuff and the breathing, which is really interesting and something that I've been... Um, I've found a lot of interest in lately and obviously firsthand after we did the workshop, I'd uh, previously done a fair bit of it, or not a fair bit of it, but I looked into a lot of it myself, listening to the Joe Rogan podcast with him. Yeah, a lot of people heard that. uh, The Lewis Howes podcast and and tried to do a bit of it myself, but after getting that firsthand experience at the workshop, it was kind of opened my eyes up to um, even more of how how bloody good it was. So um, I guess... I reckon let's start the episode off today, uh, having a bit of a chat about um, about your time as a as a lifeguard. If you're happy to have a chat yeah, about that, yeah, of course, and, um, I love it. If you got any cool stories, and tell us a bit about kind of how it all started and and where you're at now with it, and um, yeah, we can go from there. Yeah, so I started as a lifeguard working for Waverley Council at Bondi Beach on Christmas Day in the year 2000. Right, so grew so up that, in Sydney. Grew up in Sydney, yep. um, just around just around here actually, just yeah, around cool. the eastern suburbs. And um, I was a competitive swimmer as a as yep. a young guy, and um, you know even sort of through my twenties, which is how I met Klimi. Okay, yeah, I remember right. I remember having a night out with him when he Jeez. qualified to make the Atlanta Olympics okay. in '96. Yeah, right. So I just finished school then. Survived and, that night. Um, <laughs> it was a cracker. Yeah, but it was. Um, Klimi doesn't remember apparently, <laughs> but yeah. Anyway, but. You know he's a he's a he's a legend, but right. um, yeah. So yeah, swimming, surf, life saving—that was my sort of go-to. I grew up at the beach, yeah. And um, you know, I wasn't the sharpest at school. Let's be honest. And uh, yeah, you know, no, university yeah. what wasn't yeah. wasn't an option. I ended up sort of doing a bit of lifeguarding at East Lee's Club in the pool pool and gym. Uh, did a plumbing apprenticeship, and okay. then you yeah. know worked out. I wanted to be outdoors. I wanted yeah. to be doing something. 
you know, this lifeguarding gig looks cool. Yeah. Um, actually, I, my, I was down the beach with my mum one day and she they were doing CPR and she yeah. explained to me what was going on. She's a nurse. Right. So, oh, I, so there was actually a... Uh, yeah, so on. there was yeah, 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 there was some, um, yeah, having that interest in yeah. in sort of a bit of a medical knowledge mm. and being able to help people and with something I'm good at. Um, not yeah. much. So. <laughs> so, yeah, it was, yeah, yeah it's, you know... First day on the beach, did 20 rescues in the first two hours. Um, and it's, you know, it sounds like a lot, but it, it's not too serious. It's just people in the wrong spot. Yeah. It's before it gets really serious, before they get trouble, we just whip in, pull them out. Yeah. And, um, you know, this is years before Bondi Rescue. And, yeah, sort of, yeah, 20 rescues, bit of bit of fun. It's, yeah, you know, right. it's, it's all fun, yeah, you yeah, know. It's yeah. really enjoyable helping people, as you know, yeah. as a trainer. And um, one, yeah, when, when you can help people, it, yeah. yeah, when you can help people, it gives you a buzz. Shit, yeah. So it's um, yeah, it's it's nice to help people and give back, and you know when you're good at it too, and you you know you start helps. to get better at it. Yeah, yeah. it helps. So <laughs> when down. you're not scared of waves yeah, and yeah. not scared of doing stuff and yeah. not scared of people pulling you underwater because yeah. you can hold your breath for minutes. Yeah, it's um, Makes yeah, there's no problem. Yeah, definitely. Um, and so, how, so year two thousand was when you first started. Yeah, first started in two thousand. Yeah, started off as a casual lifeguard, and then, you know, turned into a full time career. I worked in England, and we filmed Bondi Rescue in Bali one year. That was pretty awesome. So Bondi Rescue started two thousand five, two thousand six. So yeah. I've been around for five or six years, and I was the team leader. So I was right. sort of okay. in charge of the group, yeah. sort of managing thirty to forty lifeguards. Yeah, and, right. And running the three beaches yeah. at times, I had I had another boss there, Hopper. But um, yeah, at times I was sort of running yeah. a big group, and um, then the next minute there's cameras in our face, and it's, yeah. it's all happening. It was quite quite exciting. When so when they filmed that, how many how long would they spend with you guys to film a full season? So they're there all from eight seven or eight in the morning till seven at night. Yeah, seven days a week for three to four months. Shit. Yeah. So they film everything, yeah, every right. knock on the door, every phone call, every person that walks up the stairs, potentially to them, yeah. is a story. Is a story, yeah. And they want they want the start of this story because if they miss it, if they miss the start or miss the middle, although now there's GoPros everywhere so they can sort of catch and piece yeah. it together. But yeah, if they feel they missed part of the story, yeah. they really lacked, like you'd do the best rescue ever. And I've done some brilliant ones and yeah. they're, not, they're not on camera. So yeah, they yeah. don't go on the show. Can't use it, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. it's just, you know, I've got the best waves and the yeah, cameraman's yeah. like apologised, like he's been doing something else watching yeah, yeah. me. And it's, yeah, it, no one ever sees it. And so what was that like initially um, when you, when that, when you, that after that first season, what was the response from well, people that saw the show and also how did it, did you find that the people that were working under you, because you said you were the team leader. Yeah. Did you find that the people working under you changed the way they were going about things or? No, the guys uh... The guys are good. When the cameras are there, everyone steps up that little bit more. So, (laughs) no, it wasn't hard to manage. There was a couple of heroes sort of at first because every time you got filmed, we thought we were going to be on TV. Yeah. Little did we know they they filmed five, six hundred, maybe seven hundred hours. Yeah. And there's 10, 20 minute episodes. So, 120 minutes goes on TV after hundreds of hours of footage, right? So, most of it ends up on the floor. Yeah. Bloody and then after that, that 120 minutes, it's not all lifeguards. There's stories, and mm. you know Andrew G or Osher Gunsberg, as he's now known, he he sort of um, narrates the show. Yeah, um, he's made mine good guy. Yeah, he's a good guy. Um, he was he was surfing at Bondi sort of way more back then. I don't see him in the water much these no. days. But yeah, so it's yeah. There's not 
not a lot that gets filmed. So after the first year, it was we were a little bit more relaxed. A bit with more it. relaxed, yeah. yeah everybody more relaxed. Else. Um, and, and over the years of you working as a lifeguard, has there been kind of any real standout or memorable um, rescues that you've done that kind of still hang around? Yeah. There have been so many of them, obviously. Um, so before the show, there was we were having one of those days. In, in Sydney, it was a beautiful day. It was hot. Yeah. Really hot. Was, yeah. We had a bit of a westerly wind that was stinking. And we could just see this southerly front coming up the coast. And we know it's going to rain or storm. Yeah. It's, it's going to clear the beach. And so we've worked pretty hard that morning, got some sun. Yeah. We're thinking, yeah, kick back in the yeah. tower, nice <laughs> easy afternoon, couple of, couple of snacks and a yeah. cup of tea. Massive electrical storm comes through, clears the beach. We're yeah. pretty stoked. Yeah. Um, three doctors walking up the beach, just got out of the surf. One of them gets hit by lightning. Sure. Um, I catch it out of the corner of my eye as I'm downstairs, and we uh, we drive down and pick him up on our buggy. We had a little four-wheeler then. Oh, look, gives me goosebumps still talking, talking about, about it. Talking about now, yeah. Um, Nuts. Yeah, and his name was Colin O'Brien, and he was just, like, dead. Like, so we sort of picked him up, chucked him on the buggy. There's lightning and rain and thunder going everywhere. Pulled him into the underneath the tunnel there in the tower. We chucked out a sit-up mat that we had down there, and we just yeah. started jumping on his chest. Um, as we do, we trained. yeah. Um, yeah working together with the lifeguards, but he's a doctor and his two mates are doctors. So yeah. there's a little bit of argy-bargy. They're, you yeah, know, their the mates, their be, mates yeah, yeah. dead on the floor, right? Yeah. So you can imagine. And they're trying, they're doctors. So they're like, oh, you know, we're, and we're yeah, like, mate, over, let's, yeah. let us move back. Let us do our thing. So they, they it was, yeah, it's a bit of a fuck around. They wouldn't, eventually they worked out, we knew what we were doing and yeah. they just stood back. Stood back, yeah. Which is... And I've had a lot of doctors involved in stuff we'll do. The good ones will come over, watch, and then step back and say, do you need a hand? Yeah. Um, they don't want to be critical, but the other ones will come in and try and push you out of the way. And, you know, bringing people back to life on the beach is what I'm trained to do. do yeah. I'm not Takes a doctor, but I have done it. Yeah. You know, I've brought at least 10 people back to life. Yeah. And there is no greater feeling, let me tell you. But, imagine, yeah. And so we got Colin back to life. Shit. Um, after 15 minutes, and I can remember, and like it, it's still like you can see the goosebumps. It is nuts, yeah. Um, I can remember his mates going, Come this on, before come 2005, on. This is 2004, I think, yeah. And yeah, we, we sort of got him back to life. And I remember him coming back and saying goodbye in a wheelchair before he went back to Ireland. So, um, yeah, it was a long time ago. So now he's back. What is he? Yeah, I, I don't know. Don't Reedy, know Reedy, one of the boys from work, was doing a podcast, and I think they chased him up right. um, a couple of years ago and tried to get him on, on their podcast. So, That's nuts. Yeah, it's nuts. Unbelievable. But, uh, you, you know, and some of the stuff I've seen and done, I wish I wrote it all down. Like, no, just, you, could, you could write a book on it. Yeah, write a book on it. Well, there's a, there's a lot of cool stuff documented um, yeah. on the show. And, yeah, definitely. Uh, my kids, my daughter's been on the show a couple of times, and yeah. she's she's almost she turns eight next week. Yeah, right. So she's just starting to work it out. Daddy's yeah. on TV, and that's yeah. not normal, you know, because <laughs> yeah. she grew it's up norm, and yeah. she would see me on the news all the time and on the TV. And, yeah, um, and this thing is just normal thing yeah, for everyone. Things that thought it was not, and then slowly, like we, we'll, I walk through her school, and they'll say, "Oh, there's Dina from Pondi Rescue," and she's sort of, you know, now she's onto it. Cutting on to it a yeah, little bit. Yeah, cutting on to it. <laughs> So, yeah, it's, um, you know, pretty cool story. For me, you know, I was a lifeguard before there was Bondi Rescue. Yeah. So there was no, you know, I didn't want to be on a reality TV, TV show. Yeah. I wasn't, I didn't want to be in Big Brother. Yeah. I'm not an exhibitionist. Yeah. In actual fact, I'm sort of quite introverted, although my girlfriend disagrees with that statement. Yeah. But, yeah, so it wasn't something that I chased or pursued. Yeah. It was something that 
just happened. Happened to yeah. me, yeah. And so currently at the moment you're not lifeguarding? Yeah, so after 18 years I've taken a bit of a break. I've always had a passion for health and fitness. Yeah. Um, I was doing sort of, I was PTing back in the day, sort of more health coaching yeah. PT was sort of my my aspect of it after after Simone's, my own sort of personal journey. Yeah. And um, yeah, so I'm, I'm doing, I teach yoga, I teach Wim Hof. Yeah. I, uh, and I train people in the gym. Yeah, and before we get into that and kind of what your week looks like at the moment, um, if you if you came to um, to to talk about it, mate, um, you did mention before um, that there was a bit of an incident that happened. Um, how how many years ago was it now? Yeah, so in two thousand and five or two thousand and six, I was king hit. Right. And they'd uh, put me in hospital. I had on my, duty or just out no, no. Out. I was I was at the football okay. having a beer and I didn't see it. It was one of those dog punches. Yeah. And I had my four front teeth knocked out. Right, yeah. And it, it floored me. Yeah. You know, post-traumatic stress, yeah. uh, anxiety, all these things that, you know, I thought were bullshit. Yeah, yeah, until it um, I remember as a kid, you know, seeing stuff in America, a guy would fall over as a, in a supermarket and he'd sue him for millions saying, you know, he can't get it up or he can't do yeah, this, yeah. he can't <laughs> go to work. And I'm thinking, this is ridiculous. Yeah. But my life changed Change, in that yeah. minute. And I lost my health. Yeah. And for me, you know, I was, I'm a plumber, yeah. I'm a personal trainer, I'm a lifeguard. I can't do anything yeah. if, I can't, if I don't have my body working. I'm sure you'd probably never had that happen no. in the past. Yeah, you'd always, it's always just something no. you're taking for granted or just, so, just naturally been there. It was, uh, yeah, it was awful. And then after that, I really placed a, a huge value yeah. on my health. I ended up with a Czech practitioner. Have you heard of Paul Czech? I don't know if you've come across him. No. He's a Californian holistic Okay, guru, right, right, yep. right into organic and Swiss balls and all that stuff. And yeah, yeah. and he sort of got me gluten-free, okay. cut out the sugar yep. and um, put me on a paleo-ish diet, okay. pre-paleo. Yeah, paleo right. wasn't a fad word back then. Yeah. And I was actually drinking a bit of raw milk as well. Okay. But I, I, I didn't, because dairy wasn't my friend before that. It's right. sort of, yeah, I, I guess I'm fairly sensitive to, to food and yeah, right. that sort of thing. Okay. and. And so after that incident, then, yeah, obviously you changed a few things regards to your nutrition and, and yeah. what did you change with your training? Like, did you, we, how long, did you go back out in the, in the water pretty much straight away or was that something uh, you No, I, I, I had no energy. I really lacked, right. lacked everything. I posturally as a swimmer, and you might understand, I was from years of swimming, I was sort of this front side dominant, yeah. had these rounded yeah, shoulders. Yeah. Tight and um, tight through yeah. this, I was sort of lacking that spinal extension. Right. And so for me, it was sort of opening, opening up. And, and getting that balance back. Yeah. And well, not now, but like I was training 10 times a week as a swimmer in my 20s. Right. And in my 30s when I wasn't swimming and yeah. doing weights, so I could swim faster than I did in my 20s. Right, just so, from opening up. Just from opening up, yeah, having right. that strength. Um, and that's sort of over a 50-meter distance, I yeah. remember. We were at a Bondi rescue thing and we were racing, you know, ex-Olympians and, yeah. you know, I was, I was beating them all. Yeah, that's nice. And, um, yeah, that was, it was, you know, it was pretty, pretty fun to sort of break out over 50 metres. I think I was uh, 24-3 I went. Shit. So that was, that was fast. Not slow. Yeah, not slow. <laughs> Moving faster than I did when I was, um, yeah, when I was into it 10 yeah, times a week. But, pretty unreal, isn't it? Which sort of, as you know, goes back to training. You, you don't need to... More's Do, not always better. Yeah, more's yeah. not always better. Yeah. Quality over quantity. One hundred percent. And posture, 
breath work, all this stuff really helps. Yeah, and so a typical week for you now, so you're obviously still not lifeguarding at the moment. You do you mentioned you're doing a bit of PT, teaching some yoga, um, doing the Wim Hof stuff as well. Yep. So um, before we get into the work part of it, what like what's your training look like at the moment? Yeah, it's interesting. I, I I go where my body needs. So I had I had a little knee. Uh, my hammy's a bit tight, and my knee's been a bit funky on my left knee. Okay. So because of that, I started doing more weights, and I, right. I, I wanted to sort of bulk up a little bit. Yeah. Ended up probably doing a little bit too much weights, getting a little bit of tennis elbow. Right. So then I swing swing back around to yep. a little bit more swimming. Yeah. Okay. Um, focus on my Wim Hof stuff. Yep. And um, just some core stuff and, yep. and stretching. So yeah, you know, I, I turned forty last year. Yeah. Um, and you know, if I if I eat well, if I do all that stuff, you know, I don't drink much anymore. Yeah. Yep. I'm uh, just doesn't doesn't interest me. Doesn't do anything for you. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, I yeah. sort of, I, you know, if if there's a celebration on, I've got a good mate's fortieth on Saturday night. I'll, yep. I'll I'll have a beer or two, or, or maybe a cider. Yeah. Um, or a couple of vodkas, but yeah, it's it's sort of. Maybe monthly, I have a yeah. couple of drinks. Yeah, yeah, it's good, mate. And but I had two drinks with my girlfriend last week, and I was swaying. <laughs> you know, and, and in my twenties, lightweight now, mate. Yeah, you know, I'd be out drinking all weekend, yeah. but it's you know, it's part of growing. Priorities up. change. Yeah, priorities change. Definitely, and we so with work, you're teaching yoga, you're doing your, you're teaching the Wim Hof stuff, yep. obviously, which I want to chat about in a minute, um, and doing a bit of PT here in Sydney as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah I absolutely love. I feel people tell me I need to specialise. Yeah. But I really, I really enjoy doing the the different things. And um, you know, as a PT, I was looking at you know people's diaphragms and, and breathing yeah. diaphragmatically fifteen years ago. So it's sort of this Wim Hof and yoga stuff. Yeah. Is it's diaphragmatic breathing and learning to activate your core, and it's it's this big crossovers there. Hundred percent. And when did you first come across the Wim Hof breathing um, technique or? Anything about Wim Hof in general? So Wim popped into a couple of my uh, couple of podcasts. I was Tim Ferriss, yep. Joe Rogan, yep. and he just kept popping up time uh, and time yeah. again. And I don't know what it was, but I don't know where I saw it. But I, I used to get really cold hands in winter. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So um, and it's like, well, this is trainable, and I'm like, whoa, yeah. really? Like, <laughs> yeah. let's let's do it. Yeah, fucking know. So I had a crack, and um, yeah. Cold therapy, it, it works. 100%. My uh, my circulation's improved. Yeah, you know, I'm, I I used to fear the cold. And where did you start with it all? Like, what was your first so I, kind of experience with 10, it? There's a ten week online course that I bought. Oh, you did that? Yeah. 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 Right. And then there's a newer course called the Fundamentals course, which I haven't done, but yeah. I'm I'm an instructor now. So yeah. Um, yeah, I've touched base with all the stuff and spent a lot of time with Wim. Mm. I climbed a mountain with Wim in Poland last year. That was absolutely amazing. Unbelievable. So. For those that are listening and have no idea who, firstly, who Wim Hof is, yep. and secondly, what the whole Wim Hof breathing and, and kind of the whole method is, do you want to give us a quick rundown on I'll what tr- it actually I'll is? I'll try yeah. and do it justice. So <laughs> Wim is a crazy Dutch guy who is 59, and he holds 25 world records, I think. And so his, his method involves breathing, yep. cold therapy, and mindset. So quite simple three quite simple things and when you add them together it just does amazing things phenomenal yeah so through the breathing as, as you know you're able to go deeper into the cold therapy cold therapy is really anti-inflammatory um yeah the breathing really makes the body more alkaline which makes everything work better and 
yeah, it just it just does amazing things for for people. Insane. And so when, when you decided um, that you wanted to become an instructor, mm-hmm. what was the process there? Oh, so let me let me go back. I haven't done Wim justice. So in Wim's, um, Wim holds a world record for being in an ice bath, and it's uh, towards two hours. So what Wim can do, he can control his autonomic nervous system. That's our, our heart rate. Our, yeah. our, so we breathe automatically without thinking about it. So Wim can influence stuff like that, inf- regulate his body temperature, uh, influence his immune system. So right. there's a really interesting research where they injected Wim with like an endotoxin. Yep. Everyone yeah. else got sick. Wim was able to breathe through it. Which is nuts. Nuts. He's nuts, yeah. So it's, yeah, so Wim, yeah, and so this and is correct, scientific, correct wrong, scientifically documented now. So there's, there's proof, there's evidence. Yeah. So there's lots of, like you can tell someone it's something in the gym and they say, oh, you're full of shit. Yeah, 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 until you show them the evidence. There's evidence. Yeah, yeah. And correct me if I'm wrong, but did he not then train others yeah. to do the same response? Because there obviously there's a lot of people going, well, yeah, there's evidence, but clearly he's just yeah. a freak of nature. Yeah, so they said, you're Wim Hof, you're the Iceman. So he's been doing all these freak shows for years, yeah. and they just thought he was a, like a circus yeah, yeah. circus clown. <laughs> and then he's like, I'll be able to train other people to do it. And in four days, um, he took them away to where I went in Poland, where I yeah. climbed the mountain, and he trained them to do it through the breathing yeah. and cold therapy and mindset. And so the so the ice bath, um, the the injection stuff, and what are you able to tell us any of the other kind of records that he holds at the moment, just to give people more of an idea of how nuts some of this shit is? So his big thing is mind over matter. Yeah. He had never run a marathon before, and I think he ran one. He ran one in the Arctic Circle, As and one did. in the desert. Yeah. And the one he ran in the desert, he ran without drinking water. So again, <laughs> like ridiculous, and I, I don't recommend that at all. Yeah. And the other one he ran in the Arctic Circle, he ran barefoot. So like, you know, like, and because people, they talk about, um, (laughs) you know, people's fingers and toes falling off with frostbite. Yeah. And he's just proving that this stuff isn't true. If you're you're controllable. And that's what attracted me to it. And when I, when I had my year off lifeguarding, Mm. I'm like, I want to do something that scares myself. Yeah. I'm scared of the cold. I want to climb a mountain with him in my board shots. Yeah. (laughs) I want to do. Just I wanted to do Dan something that I didn't think I could do. Yeah, and that's the, that's what I set myself. Yeah, unreal. So you went over there, climbed this mountain. How long yep. did it take? And it and how was your how was your physical and mental response to it? So the the climbing the mountain is like the exam of being a Wim Hof instructor. So okay. that's like the final right. part. Okay. So I'd been. I had to fly over to Europe to do the advanced module of yep. the Wim Hof certification, and then the master module. We were over there, we were doing cold therapy, we were doing meditation, yep. we were doing the breath work, mm. um, we were going quite deep, yeah. um, we were swimming in this one degree lake every day, walking around in yeah. the cold, so we, we trained really hard for it. Yeah. We were prepared, yeah. and then we were focused, and yeah, we, we sort of drive from Poland to the Czech Republic, I think, or maybe vice versa, and uh, we, yeah, we climbed Mount Snetsker in Poland, Right. yeah, so we get there. Everyone's in their shorts, boots. Um, I had a thin pair of gloves on. Some people did it without gloves. Yeah. And yeah, sort of two hours walking up this mountain. It was not because of the training was probably more intense than that first bit of the climb. Right. It, it felt okay. About an hour into it, we started to get like a thousand, fifteen hundred meters above, yeah. and, yeah. and the, the wind chill factor was minus fifteen. 
And if you're not focusing on um, yourself, like I was fucking around with my GoPro and trying to take selfies and that, and then I would get cold and I would just come back to my breath and just just breathe and focus on my circulation. And yeah. There was even some like oming, like I was mm, yeah, like yeah. getting that vibration yeah. working. Right. And when you focus on staying warm. So while you're going up, you are, you're going over these breathing techniques yeah. basically the whole time. Yep. And Wim's there with you. Wim's there leading yep. the pack. Um, we had two instructors, so I didn't learn from Wim himself. There's a, uh, instructors that take yeah. it. Where Mark Meyer, mate, he learned from Wim. So yeah. Wim's crazy. Wim yeah. is, so part of the Wim Hof method is Wim's craziness. There's no plan. Yeah. Like he will start doing something and then start doing something and just mix it up. Yeah. And, and it's a, a child, childish way to embrace freedom and flexibility and yeah it's not a bad thing yeah it's not a bad a thing there is no so plan. far away from it so yeah and so we got to the top and then they said when you usually get dressed at the top they said no let's go back down we've uh <laughs> yeah, yeah and so everyone's like ready to to put their clothes back yeah, on yeah. thinking they made it probably mentally prepared mentally prepared and then up. they they mix it up on us and back yeah. down we go so yeah, yeah that was that's insane and so for someone that's listening at the moment that has never tried any of this, mm. um, the Wim Hof method before and wants to start out nice and easy or even to see what yep. it's about, like, can you point them in the right direction as if, to where they should yeah, go and do If the they try? jump on the Wim Hof uh, website, there's a free, there's a free demo. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Take them through the I'll, breath um, work. I'll, I'll make sure yeah. I put the link to that in the, um, in the yeah, show. Yeah, I'll have to, yeah, I'll, we'll check the, uh, the exact, but if you Google Wim Hof, you'll find it. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, Google the, the sort of free demo and they'll sort of run you through. There's a Vice documentary, an old one on YouTube as well, free to watch. Of Wim. Of Wim. Yeah. And, I actually uh, found probably one of the better, the better ones I've kind of seen or heard was with Joe Rogan. Okay, Just because yeah. Joe goes so, so deep yep. into anything and everything the whole time. So you get, you kind of get a pretty good understanding of what he's about and what he's done. Um, but yeah, I, haven't, I don't know if I've seen the Vice one. I'll have to. Yeah, have and you know, we could talk about Wim for a long time and his different passions. But yeah, if you, it covers, I think yeah. it's maybe forty minutes, and it covers a lot. Yeah, uh, it doesn't cover all the new science that come out. Like okay. There's multiple universities yeah. around the world studying and validating this this um, this method or mm. for different diseases and yeah. different. Yeah, so it's yeah, there's super interesting stuff going on with it. Crazy stuff. Now, what's uh, what's next for for you, Dino? What's what's the plan over the next kind of few years, or even for the rest of this year? Mate, I don't know. I'm just right. yeah. See, so I'm I'm off lifeguarding till July. Okay. And then I'll have to work out whether I'm back there full time on the beach saving lives, or yep. whether I'm focused on a different career path, maybe yep. teaching yoga, personal training, and okay. Um, either way, I will be at the beach with the lifeguards in some capacity. Yeah. Um, I've always trained the lifeguards, coached them swimming, okay. and cool. you know, I teach the boys some yoga. And Do you get out and surf much yourself? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, uh, it gets quite busy at Bondi, so yeah. I find it a little bit stressful sometimes. Actually, yeah, that many um, people there. Yeah, it's not as enjoyable. Yeah, but for me, I just like being in the ocean. Yeah. So yeah, a little swim, stand up paddle. Yeah. The rescue board, we get a great little wave on the rescue board. Yeah, right. Um, I take the kids out. I really enjoy that. Taking them out, yep. yeah. So you got two kids. Got two kids. Two kids, yep. I got I some know. beautiful footage of me surfing with my daughter when she's like a baby. So yeah, like, right. that's you know, and even when it's like rescuing people, when you get you rescue them, you save their life, and then you get them on a wave on the way in, and they're hooting and screaming Love and it. Yeah. clapping. <laughs> it's yeah, it's it's fun. The yeah, unreal feeling, I can imagine. Yeah. Unreal, mate. And um, where can people find more of your stuff, your content? And um, obviously, if someone's in Sydney and wants to yeah. come to a session with you, where can they find 
Yep, I've got my own website now, um, but most of my traffic seems to go through Instagram. Instagram so it's yep. Dino Gladstone, D-E-A-N-O-G-L-A-D-S-T-O-N-E. Yep, add that in the show. At Dino well. Gladstone, yep. and yeah, at dinogladstone.com, and um, yeah, I've got a Facebook page and right. a YouTube page. Um, yeah, oh, there's all think, sorts of, yeah, there's all sorts, yeah, I've got a, a couple of really cool blogs on my um, on my website, website that have gone yeah. deep, but yeah, a lot, you know, a lot of my life, as you know, is sort of um, documented on Instagram these days, mm. and it's, it's really beautiful, right. people yeah, reach out, right. and they're, yeah. they're genuinely inspired yeah. by what I do, and it's sort of, it's yeah, a cool thing, isn't it? Cool thing, and I, I get to do what I love, and share yeah. it with people, and um, yeah, people support me to do it, so it's great. Unreal. Well, mate, thanks for coming on the show today. I reckon a lot of people will really enjoy the episode. And, yeah. um, and guys, for those that have tuned in, make sure that if you've enjoyed today's episode or if you've got any feedback for myself or, or Dino, make sure you take a screenshot of the episode and post this up on your Instagram story today and, and tag myself and tag Dino. We'd love to hear what you, what you think of the show. And, um, and also, for those that, um, that want to go a little deeper into the, into the Wim Hof stuff, yep. you're running some workshops or you have been lately anyway. Yeah. So, um, is there somewhere people can keep an eye out for that or just through your Instagram? Yeah, on my or... Instagram page, people can reach out to me. Um, yeah. I, I reply to almost everyone. I should say everyone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Occasionally I get, get the odd one that I have to screen. But yeah. I, I, I reply to everyone. I try yeah. and sort of yeah. point everyone in the Good. right direction and especially if someone's interested in learning, yeah. um, I'm always happy That's to help. Nice. So yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, reach out to me, Facebook, Instagram, um, on my website and um, yeah, I'll point you in the right direction. Spot on. All right, guys. Thanks so much for tuning uh, for tuning in today, Dino. Thanks for coming mate, on the show, mate. Pleasure. Loved I really it. enjoyed it. It's good fun. Um, look forward to chatting to you guys in next week's episode. If you haven't hit that subscribe button already, please do. Um, and thanks again for tuning in to today's show.